What's up, guys? Brad Apley here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. Coming off an off week last week. Had some time to relax, refresh, but we are back. UFC Vegas 23, UFC ABC 2. Marvin Vittori versus Kevin Holland. Again, Kevin Holland in the main event. There's 14 fights still up on this slate right now. Should be a big week from a DraftKings perspective. Really looking forward to it. As always, I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and my fade of the week. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, though, not just for MMA content. Great content throughout all sports here on the channel, including Masters Week. I mean, who doesn't love the Masters? For MMA, you got the Dogger Pass podcast, Paul Shaughnessy, Cody Safdick, Mad Lab does his main event breakdown, and I'm here for the quick pick. So without further ado, let's get into my favorite cash game play of the week. Who is the main event favorite, Marvin Vittori at 9.6K? All right, my cash game play this week, Marvin Vittori at 9.6K. As mentioned, the main event favorite, he is minus 345 against Kevin Holland, who's taking this fight on short notice. Holland, of course, was um, the main event favorite himself against Derek Brunson only a few weeks ago and put up a, a miserable performance. Just basically talked trash, trash throughout 25 minutes while he was getting beaten up, taken down. Um, got taken down six times in that fight. Gave up more than nearly 17 minutes of control time, which is just inexcusable. But he is here to redeem himself. And I do think Holland has like a path to victory. He's still a dangerous striker. He's still long and lengthy. Um, but I, I respect the game of Vittori, and I think Vittori is is maybe a dark horse for the you know to be a future champion in this division. Quite frankly, he has a decent striking game, a decent wrestling and grappling game. Cardio has been a concern at times, but he's coming off a 25-minute win over Jack Hermanson in which he landed 164 significant strikes. So he proved he can go 25 minutes in that bout. And from a DraftKings perspective, Vittori is just extremely safe in a win, and he's the most uh, likely fighter on the slate to win at minus 345. Vittori has tremendous grappling upside in this bout if he does choose to wrestle he lands 1.33 takedowns per 15 minutes we've seen him land one three two 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 takedowns in fights in the ufc and over 25 minutes i wouldn't be surprised if he scores a few against kevin holland who we just saw dominated on the mat for nearly 25 minutes holland defending takedowns at 51 percent so even at 9.6 k i think vittori can pay that off if he chooses to wrestle, he's coming off a 129-point win. I think he could easily top 100 points, even in a decision, if he chooses to wrestle. If the fight plays out on the feet, things could get a little bit more shaky, but he still has power, he still has volume, and he is, again, still a heavy favorite in a 25-minute bout. So Vittori, 9.6K, one of the safest fighters on this slate, my favorite cash game play of the week. Moving on to my tournament play, and... I'm going to give out Joe Selecki here at 9.1K against Jim Miller. I love to target grapplers, and I am going to target grapplers as often as I can on pretty much every single slate while the scoring system stays the way that it is. And Selecki, I believe, has a lot of grappling upside in this matchup against Jim Miller. He's minus 240 to win. 
Selecki, you know, I'd consider him a prospect. He's only 10 and 2 professionally. Jim Miller's 32 and 15. Been around forever. Miller's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, so this is not necessarily like an easy fight for Selecki. However, Miller has been known as this fighter for a while now who is kind of first round submission or bust. He doesn't do much outside of the first round. Cardio is not super strong. Um, and unfortunately, I think for Miller, he's fighting an opponent who can neutralize him in that aspect. Selecki's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. And yeah, even if Selecki doesn't have a deep technical striking game, Jim Miller's landing 2.73 significant strikes per minute. Um, Miller only lands 1.69 takedowns per 15 minutes. So, you know, less than two. So you're, if you're on Miller, you're hoping that he submits Selecki with one of the two takedowns he might land in this fight, but I think that's going to be difficult. And more importantly, on the side of Selecki, uh, while Miller does have his strengths on the mat, he's defending takedowns at 46%. That is a very poor number, and we've seen him taken down by many recent opponents. Most recently, Vince Pichel took him down three times, earned more than six minutes of control. Pichel's a good grappler, but I, I don't think he's much better than Selecki, for example. Selecki excels on the mat. He's going to try and wrestle. He's fought um, three times in the UFC, if you, include it, if you include his contender series win, where he got a first-round guillotine choke. His UFC debut, he landed four takedowns in a decision. And his most recent fight against Austin Hubbard, he won by first-round rear naked choke. So he's going to go out there looking to grapple. I'm pretty certain of it. And grappling just scores so well on DraftKings. If Solecki wins, I'm not saying he's locked to win, but if he wins, I think he's going to land at least a few takedowns. I think he's going to earn many minutes of top control time. And I think he can land non-significant strikes as well. Um, in that fight against Matt Wyman, for example, Solecki earned more than 12 minutes of control, 56 significant strikes, but 177 total strikes, which tells you he is active as a ground and pound artist. At 9.1K, Selecki just has a ton of grappling upside for me, and that's why he is my tournament play of the week. Moving on to my salary play. Um, I get, I'm going to give out Mike Perry here at 7.4K. There's a, a number of underdogs who have potential especially in the upper 7K range. Um, Perry I like as a value to some degree because he's only plus 135 to win against Daniel Rodriguez. So he's still the underdog, but plus 135 is a decent value for 7.4K. And those who've followed MMA for a while know, you know, Mike Perry historically is a knockout artist. He has some, not mental issues, but he's he has his struggles outside of the cage, we'll say, and you never quite know what form he's going to come in with, but this dude hits extremely hard, and so he has that built-in upside of when he wins, it's often through damage, and damage scores well on DraftKings, especially at 7.4K. This guy has knockout upside in every fight. We haven't seen him win by knockout recently, but he's only plus 265 inside the distance, um, in a matchup that's minus 130 to end inside the distance. And he's facing an opponent in Daniel Rodriguez, who I do favor Rodriguez, by the way. I, I think Rodriguez has a path to victory against Perry in the same manner that Tim Means had a path to victory against Perry, just sticking at range, landing the higher volume. That's how Tim Means beat Perry. But, you know, Rodriguez, 
um, is a bit more like willing to exchange, I would say. And uh, it was only two fights ago where he was dropped by Dwight Grant in the first round and almost knocked out. And that turned into one of the comeback performances of the year. I'm not saying that means Rodriguez can't take a punch or he's super chinny, but I think Perry's going to have some moments in this fight. I don't think he's going to get completely outclassed for start to finish. And those moments have potential to lead to a knockdown, to a knockout. That's probably Perry's best path, best path to victory. So at 7.4K, you know, I'm willing to take the chance. It's not like we're paying 8.8K for Mike Perry. He must land a knockdown to uh, meet value. He's 7.4K, only plus 135 to win, plus 265 inside the distance. Yeah, he doesn't have a great floor, but I think he has a high enough ceiling to target, um, especially as a salary play on this slate. So there you go. Mike Perry is my salary play of the week. Finally, my fade of the week, I'm going to give out Impa Kasanganai at 9.5K. And this pretty much just comes down to the price range for me. I, I think Kasanganai has some knockout upside. Uh, he's a good athlete, and he's fighting an opponent who's fairly hittable, fairly inexperienced. So I wouldn't be shocked by a good result from Kasanganai here. But I don't think I can pay 9.5K for him, especially as we already talked about Vittori at 9.6K, who I prioritize. And we talked about Joe Selecki at 9.1K, who I prioritize. There's fighters all throughout the 8K range who have KO upside, just like Impa does. Jung, Yusuf, Saldana, Shores grappling upside. Rodriguez has knockout upside. Bahamundas has knockout upside. Marquez has knockout upside. And then at the very top, um, De Castro uh, right below Impa at 9.4K has the best inside distance line on the entire slate. So I think not only does Impa need a finish he needs a big big score to end up on the optimum lineup he could go out there get a knockout score 105 points and then still not even make the optimal lineup if Vittori wins and Selecki wins and Castro wins for example so there's not a ton of risk in fading Impa because there are so many other options on this 14 fight slate that I think can score well I don't think we're going to see you know a low scoring event um, over the course of the night, I think several several fighters are going to come through with big scores, and I'm less willing to pay that big number on Impa at 9.5K. He is coming off a knockout loss of his own, KO of the year against Joaquin Buckley. And other than that, I mean, he's shown to be a, a decent striker at range, but he's very, very green. He's only been fighting professionally for a couple years. Does he have upside on the slate? Yes, but at plus... 290 inside the distance at 9.5k. I just don't think I'm willing to pull the trigger on this particular slate. So Impa Kasang and I is going to be my fade of the week. There you have it, guys. Another UFC quick picks here on the Mayo Media Network. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment below who your favorite DraftKings play of the week is. DailyFanMMA.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. We got full breakdowns of every fight on the slate. That's up right now, more than 15,000 words. Premium podcasts, projections, rankings, betting content, and more, even outside of the UFC. I'm starting to work on Bellator content. PFL content is coming. So a lot of cool things happening at dailyfanmma.com. Uh, you can follow me over there if you want to support or on Twitter at Brad Appley, double T, double P. Best of luck in your contest this week, guys. Stay safe. Take care. Talk to you soon. Peace.